Hello, Quick Drag listeners. Welcome back to our rollout of EW's exclusive interviews with the RuPaul's Drag Race Season 16 cast of Queens. We're moving along in alphabetical order, so check out the full videos on EW.com slash Drag Race and stay tuned for the audio in this episode for our next round of interviews with Mirage and Morphine Love Dion. Hello, I am Joey Nolfi with Entertainment Weekly, quenching your thirst today with the juicy cast of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 16. And I'm here to confirm that, yes, we know you're feeling parched and dry in the absence of Drag Race on your screens, but this beautiful creature you see here is indeed your desert mirage. Mirage Amoro, to be exact. Welcome. It's nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Very excited. Yes, I love this. I, you came ready to read, clearly. With these, these are my glasses. reading glasses, yes. <laughs> I, I actually have horrible, horrible vision. Oh, really? No. Oh, so you... Uh, oh. I was going to say, you need these. These are prescription. These are prescription. Yeah. I stole them from my mom. (laughs) Well, you do clearly have good vision, though, because, I mean, look at the material. I mean, this is like her robe. I mean, this is amazing. Now, I I heard that you stole this from somebody. I did. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to just wear the, like, whatever the hotel robe was. And I said, you know what? I didn't know that the girls were turning looks. And I told my friend, and she said, I got you. And she did you well. Yes. Um, Now, let me just say, and we will get to this in a minute, um, but this one, I mean, you are not ready for her on stage. If you don't already know, like, you need to look up videos of her on stage because it's amazing. But... I have to know, one of my favorite singers is the Japanese pop star Nami Amaro. Is that where you get your name, your last name from? Is it really? Yes. Yes, I love her. I'm obsessed with her. That is so funny. Yeah, actually, my drag mom is the one that picked it out. And I took her name. She's originally from the House of Pandavas. Oh. My drag mom. But she changed it just because... Nami Amaro is her favorite. Uh-huh. And so I took that one. Oh, okay, great. But you're not as familiar with, with Nami, or you are? I personally am not, but I mean, she looks sickening. Yes, she, she does. does so. And she retired, though. It's so sad. Very sad. Um, but you have a very long career ahead of you. I can, I can tell. I'm um, actually retiring as well tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, so tell me a little bit about how you got into drag. like, And can you describe like the drag goddess that we see on stage with you? It was an accident, completely not even my idea. But so my drag mom, the reason she's my drag mom is because I asked her, she's sickening, she's a trans woman, and I just always thought she was the most beautiful. And so I asked her to help me with my makeup Mm -hmm. because I used to do, I used to work at a salon. And um, so she did it on my face and I looked in the mirror and I said, this, it's over. It's over for you hoes. This is me now. So I've just been doing drag ever since. Mm -hmm. And it has brought you to RuPaul's Drag Race. So you're obviously doing something right. Right. (laughs) Started out as like a cross-dressing go-go dancer and now I'm... Really doing it big time. Mm-hmm. Oh, so wait. Okay, so you were a go-go dancer first before you... Okay, well, well I mean, <laughs> you know, swearing. But yeah, I got okay. paid, so it counts, right? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yes, absolutely. Now, I was pleased to see that you are a resident performer at Piranha in Las Vegas because, uh, I mean, not only are you there alongside legends like Hot Chocolate, Yara yes. Sophia, of course, yes. Anitra, um, but not just anybody can get a spot at Piranha. Like, that is a huge deal, performing at Piranha in Vegas. Like, the, the level of talent required is next level. What do you bring on stage at a performance? What are we getting at a Mirage show? I like to bring a little bit of stripper, a little bit of heel clacking, some some floor work. You know, I like to roll around, clean it up a little bit, because, you know, the messy <laughs> <laughs> Always got to f*** it up before I get out there. Yeah, I like to, like, give a little... Audience interaction. I don't know. Kind of a mess. Kind of a mess. I've been told, but it's in a fun way. What's the wildest audience interaction you've ever had at one of your shows? Um, somebody threw their drink on me one time, and your microphone at them like Cardi B. I wish I had a microphone. (laughs) Well, okay. So to be fair, I was also drunk. I probably threw mine back at them. (laughs) It was a good old time. It was like those days when you're like first starting drag, and you're just like, uh, you know, nobody knows who you are, and you're around. I don't know. I kind of miss it. Mm 
I know that's a little bit, well, I don't even remember what the question was, but. It was, what was your wildest interaction? But I think that, yes, oh, right. given that answer, yes, that, no, that does sound like a wild interaction. Um, what is the most extreme, because I know you are a really great dancer. So what is the most extreme or challenging maneuver or dance move that you've ever done on stage? Okay, so at the bar I used to work at before Piranha, they had like these like chains that would hang from the ceiling because mm-hmm. we had a go-go who used to be an aerialist. And so I used to get up there and just like twirl around and just, you know, taught myself a little something. But yeah, I would just be up there upside down, swing on the chains. So did you tell anybody you were going to do this or you just decided to improvise and just go up on the chains? Well, the song called for it What's really is what it was. I don't remember. I don't remember the first <laughs> one it was, but there were, you know, there were several. I just do it all the time just for whatever. Madonna Summer is like, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> were there any injuries involved with, with any of these dance maneuvers? Not to me. To others. I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say. Um, Luckily, no. Fingers crossed. There's still time, though. Yeah, there is still time, yes. <laughs> uh, so what is the best night ever that you remember performing at Piranha? Because I know it does get wild there. Were there ever any like famous people in the audience? Ooh, I met Slater one time. Oh, okay. Kim Petras was there. Mm-hmm. And one time I heard that Janet Jackson was in the building. But we were not allowed to go talk to her, so speculation as far as I'm concerned. We know we know Coco Montrese loves to do Janet Jackson drags, so maybe it was just Coco. It might have been. It might have been. I wouldn't be surprised. She's done that before. Have you ever, I mean, so like in Vegas, have you ever, did you cross paths with Coco at all? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, she's one of my faves. Oh, did you ask her for her, advice before you went on the season? Okay, she's not that much my fave. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, I actually cross paths more often with Kahana, mm-hmm. which still not super often, but, you know, we go to the same beauty supply, so... I see you there. And Alexis Mateo is actually the one that helped me a lot with my getting ready for Drag Race. Oh, really? What did she help you most with? She actually made one of my gowns. Oh, cool. For one of, my, for one of the looks. Uh-huh. We'll see. And then just advice, telling me, like, how to be professional and stuff. I mean, it didn't sink in completely, but, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're still working on that one, but... Yeah, she's been a good a mentor, a good mentor. That is a really great mentor to have Alexis Mateo. I mean, I mean if you're going to look up to somebody... I mean, she's working. If there's one thing that I say that I want to get on Drag Race for, it's the longevity. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And she, her and Coco, I Absolutely. want that kind of career. I feel like we're going to see that from you, definitely. What is your background in, in dance and performing? Do you have, like, formal training for all of the work that you do on stage? Not really. I used to, well, you know what? I always say tequila helps, first and foremost. <laughs> I'm just kind of winging it. You got to pick a song that you love. You got to pick a song that you know the words to. Mm-hmm. And other than that, you just have to, It's when it's something that you feel... It just comes out. Strive for a scholarship for, with tequila. That is the yes. Yes, tequila scholarship. Um, so self-taught, sort of. like you. For the most part. I did do, what's it called? I tried to do um, ballet for about a year when I was like 19. But like all the other girls were like 12. So it was just weird. I left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm trying to get a picture of that. Like just a bunch of 12-year-olds and then a 19-year-old. Um, were you... Uh, they were like, okay, they were like in like... <laughs> They were like freshmen, but it was still weird. Like, <laughs> So were you in drag at that time? Like, were you, you, oh, no. you started your drag career yet? Oh, no, you hadn't. No. Okay. I actually started kind of late by today's standards. Like, I feel like everybody starts before they're even old enough to go to the club. Mm-hmm. I was like 23. Hmm. Your skills also brought you to, I just love saying this. Um, I asked Anitra about this last year. The Taco Bell drag brunch <laughs> tour, which is every time I get to say that, I it just it's so funny. How, do, how does it <laughs> land a gig doing a drag brunch for Taco Bell? Well, <laughs> actually, I didn't land that one. That was all Anitra, and she mm-hmm. was nice enough to bring me on. Okay. But it was honestly, that was probably my favorite gig. I, I'm going to say top five of my entire life. As you know, anytime you bring out money, the drag queen's going to show up. 
that's like, it's not that hard to get a booking, to book a queen, but they fed us. There was rehearsal, very professional. We had choreography. They taught us a song about Cinnabon Delights. It was singing. <laughs> I highly recommend. Mm-hmm. I'm so not sponsored, but yes. Any fast food restaurants that would like to sponsor Mirage, I mean, for uh, fast food brunches, yes. Um, I imagine you have some good stories, because Coco actually was, she did that as well. I imagine you have some good stories of Coco on tour, because Coco Monterey's on tour is like something that I would love to experience in person. What was that like? She is really <laughs> funny. She cracks me up a lot, and not always on purpose, but that's why it works. <laughs> I have some good photos of Anitra trying to get her out of her costume on the ground. And it was like foot on the ass, like, and you know when Nisha's strong, I was like, don't. Yes. <laughs> so you like multiple people to try to get Coco out of costume is what you're saying? Yes, I will be posting them later. <laughs> oh yes, please. Yeah, uh, yeah very much looking out for that. Now, obviously, Miss Anitra, you know her from Piranha. Um, being so close to her, have you ever been like the dutiful auntie and like you've had to like walk the f-ing ducks while she's out on tour? Well, it's a hard job, a thankless job at that. <laughs> but somebody's got to do it. You mean like literally walk? her ducks? I'm just joking. Yeah. Okay, because I've done that too. <laughs> she actually has ducks? No. Oh, okay. All right. So, lies. Lies abound in this interview. <laughs> Sorry, Liza Minnelli and Laurel. <laughs> what is your relationship like with her, though? Um, and what kind of advice did she give you before going to Drag Race? Well, okay, she also really scared me, I'm not gonna lie. She, I mean, I know she had a sickening experience, but she was like, well, you know, be careful with this and that. And like, I don't know, I'm trying not to give away like any like Oh, we, BTS uh-huh. deets or whatever. Just to like take it day by day, each day as it comes, and just be in the moment and give everything you can in that mm-hmm. moment. Just run with it, basically. Yeah. Whatever they like, tell you, just run with it. You feel like you lived up to that? I do not. <laughs> well, you tried. You tried. I did. I did. <laughs> um, did she help you with any costumes or anything? Oh, yeah. Like, most of them. I mean, I sewed everything for the most part. She helped me finish a gown. She, like, stoned a bunch of stuff for me. I had a little oh. sweatshop in my house, like... The two nights before I left in a row, they just, uh, me and my sisters, I love they that. help me. Mm-hmm. The same one I stole this robe from. <laughs> they do a lot for me, actually. <laughs> it takes a village to raise a drag queen. What is one story that Anitra would absolutely kill you for telling me right now in this interview? Oh my God, there are just so many. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, she does love to be bald. I don't, it's not really a story, but I have, a, again, a lot of photos. <laughs> <laughs> photos of bald Anitra? Okay, you're gonna have to it's post those It's contact too. photo, it's so funny. <gasps> Do you want to get out your phone and show us? No, that just, no I'm just it's, it's on the charger. <laughs> <laughs> well, Anitra did have a request for this interview. I did source a question from her. She says that you give great face, so she would like you to describe your drag to camera in three facial expressions or large movements. She knew I wasn't going to have panties on. I'm pissed. She <laughs> knew it. Well, I'm going to have to do it sitting down, of course. <laughs> Gives great face. Just the face, not the whole... She said it can be large movements, too. Hmm. This contemplation is one. You've got one down. (laughs) (sighs) Okay, honestly, one of my go-to's contemplation. I don't have my tits on either, so so I'm so unprepared. I hope you're pleased with this result, Anitra. Right! You asked for this. You got me. Got me, Anitra. Well, we'll applaud the the, the attempt. Yay. Yay! We always know on Drag Race, twists and turns, they're coming. I oh, mean, yeah. Drag Race is a gag every single season. So, what can you tease about the season that's coming ahead, and what's going to elevate season sixteen from seasons in the past? Hmm. I think the biggest thing that's going to elevate, like besides twists and turns, of course, I will get to that. But okay. the biggest thing I think that's going to elevate this season over others is the chemistry that the cast has. I think is so different from, I mean, I wasn't at the other ones, obviously, but we just clicked so well. And not even in that we all got along, but we all like feed off each other's energy and we can all be shady and rude and evil and hateful. And then also like not take it personally, you know what I mean? Uh So there's a lot of good reading, 
a lot of banter, a lot of evil queens. Yeah, it's bad. Okay, so I heard you use the word evil twice yes, in that. And so her name is Dawn. Oh, oh <laughs> yes. Dawn's the evil one. Yeah, but like in a cute way. When you see her, you're not gonna believe me, but. She's like evil elf on the shelf, kind of, is what I'm getting. Elf the house down. Okay. Yes, you saw the ears? I d oh yeah, that's why, yeah. That's what I'm saying it, yeah. That's the, the ears evil that she elf on the shelf. Oh, cannot wait to ask her about that. Okay, so um, she is the evil one. Yes, and um, she knows. Okay. It's not well, even a I am now going to ask her about being evil. Tell her Mirage I'm going to be like, so. Mirage said, Don, that is you evil. are evil. Okay. Without spoiling anything, uh, what are a few like mood words for the moment you're most excited or most nervous for fans to see about you on season 16? Ooh. Can I say crybaby Crybaby Yeah. It's multiple words, but I am, yeah. That's, That's what I would use to describe myself this season. It's so, an accident. So Untucked is very, like a lot of waterworks and Untucked for you this season? Not even Untucked. That was the best part. Mm -hmm. Untucked was my favorite part of the whole entire filming process. Because that was when we really got to like kiki and go in on each other. And there was alcohol. So there was no <laughs> holding back. And that's where, that's where we met Evil Dawn. Mm -hmm. It was fun. Okay. Evil Dawn. Evil Dawn <laughs> comes up again in this interview. This is very she exciting. She was kind of ruling the Untucked for me for a minute. Mm -hmm. She was my favorite one there. Cause she knows how to be shady and like, she's just so cute, you like can't be mad. You don't, it's like you don't see it coming. Yeah. Like, you, cause she is, she's very, her drag is very, I mean it's out there, but it's like very almost inviting in a way. So I'm surprised. Yeah, yeah approachable. Uh -huh. But when you say cry baby you're referring to yourself. Of course. Okay, all yeah. right. Which uh, is, I'm a Capricorn, so we don't like to show our emotions, okay. but I decided to cry for the first time on television of all places. Oh, yeah. Well, it, was it a good cry or a bad cry? We'll see. Okay. All right. Could okay. be both. <laughs> who said it was just once? Uh, so, well, I uh, okay. I was going to ask who the shadiest queen of the season is, but I feel like you've already answered that question. But is there anybody who needs the Mistress Isabel Brooks drag delusion vaccine this year? Who would that be? Ooh. Oh wow. Just one? Oh, it can be multiple. There are multiple. Okay, let's, let's name them. Let's see. Let's see. <laughs> the delusion, as in, well, okay. Before I start reading. What, in what way are we delusional? This is open to your interpretation, Mirage. Oh, well there's, I mean. If you had a, a drag vaccine, Mistress Isabel Brooks's drag vaccine in your hand, who would be the first three queens of the season that you are jabbing in the arm? Jabbing the arm. It's gotta be, what's her name? Plain. What's her name? <laughs> what's her name? No, it's cause they always get so mad when I mix up plain and plasma. And then I started doing it on purpose because I know it was making them mad and it just stuck. And now I really don't know who they are. Oh, okay. We in a fun way. <laughs> in a fun way, always. But yeah, both of them for sure. Okay. Okay. Looking forward to, to seeing that. Is there anything else that you want to say about what fans can expect about the season ahead? What is, what's in store? I would say get ready for a lot of shade. There's a lot of, I don't want to say backstabbery. I'm trying to think of a cuter word. That sounds bad. That's a cute word. Backstabbing cute... in the context of Drag Race, that's a cute word. Right, okay. Well, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of there's a lot of going for the throat. There's a lot of honesty. Is it a good, that's a better way to put yeah. it. Yes, okay. honesty. Yeah. That's a very passionate We're very way. honest with each other. Mm -hmm. Whether about the things that we dislike about each other's faces and bodies. What <laughs> <laughs> that you look right to camera as you're saying that, because you mean it. You I mean it. mean it. It's serious and I don't like them and I'm not sorry about it. <laughs> <laughs> what a lovely way to end this interview, Mirage. <laughs> Thank you so much. This was really fun Thank you. talking with you. And I cannot wait to see what you do on the season. I'm very excited. You too. Thank you so much. Stay tuned for more with the cast of RuPaul's Drive Race Season 16. <laughs>
Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce season five of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Hello, I'm Joey Nolfi with Entertainment Weekly, decompressing at the medical clinic with the cast of RuPaul's Drag Race season 16. And yes, that feeling that's cranking through your system, easing all that pain you felt during this Drag Race hiatus we've had. Oh yes, that's just a shot of my next guest directly into your veins. Say hello to Morphine Love Dion. How are Hi, you? Yeah, how are you? I'm uh, doing so great sitting here with you. I mean, let me just say, I am like this. Oh, you know what I'm going to say. You're like, oh yes, the face. I don't know. The face. It's the earrings, right? Yeah, oh yeah, just the earrings. Just the earrings. It's a nice little earring. Yeah, no, I mean, seriously, like, look at this face. Oh I mean, God, it's just, stop. it is done so well. I mean, you have so much experience doing makeup, and we will get to all of that. Um, but I'm so excited anytime we get a Florida queen in yes. Drag Race, um, because uh, we Florida always gives it to us. Um, but what is Miss Morphine giving us? Like, what's the drag aesthetic? What's the vibe? What are, what are we getting? So, you know, I'm not from Florida. I'm from Miami. Mm-hmm. Miami is a different state. <laughs> so let's get that clear. Yes, okay. uh, you know, it. Um, my heart just dropped. Was, no, no, oh my gosh, okay. should I do my <laughs> no, research? No, 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 no. You, no, no. <laughs> you know, I'm from Miami and Miami drag is just insane. So like, you know, I'm Latina. My parents are from Nicaragua and I incorporate a lot of my Latin background and heritage into my shows. And, you know, I also love to show skin. I love to be sexy. And I'm literally like a Latina showgirl. That's Mm -hmm. what I like to give. I love this. I love that. Why is that so important for you to, uh, you know, fuse that with your art? I think it's so important because, you know, there's not enough Latina, Hispanic track queens out, you know, globally doing what they need to be doing. You know what I mean? Like on Drag Race, it's it's always like maybe like one Latin drag queen or two. But like this season, it's like five. So it's just, it's just amazing, you know, and now we have Drag Race Mexico, we have Drag Race España, which, you know, all that, Mm -hmm. it's just insane. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, do love to see that. And you joined, I want to ask you about the House of Dion Mm -hmm. uh, in Florida, led by the legendary Athena Dion. Um, So how did you come to be a part of that? like iconic drag legacy there. It's actually funny. I, I, I was a little drunk one time. Ooh, and I was, oh, love that. Bro, yeah, we love, we love tequila, <laughs> honey. And I was I was at a show in Miami and I didn't know how to pin my wig. And then this giant drag queen with giant hair, drunk as well, <laughs> she's like, sweetie, let me get that bobby pin and put it right in there. And then I never felt so much intense pain, you know, in the back of my scalp ever in my she life. She stabbed you? She stabbed me, but the wig never came off. And that's when I knew she was my drag mother. Yes. That is the important thing. Committing acts of violence, but you still look wonderful at the end. Mama, I was was dizzy, but the wig did not come off. So (laughs) I love my drag mom. She has built such a legacy in Miami. And I like to say she's like the queen of Miami and I'm the princess. Oh. You know? Yeah. yeah. So, well, she's queen regent and I'm the queen, as I like to say. Yeah. (laughs) You also have, like, I mean... Queen of YouTube, you have 30,000 subscribers on YouTube. Um, So you do like these amazing makeup tutorials on YouTube. I watched a few of them and I'm just like, okay, I need to try to do this on myself. Um, You have a lot of videos. So did you transition into drag from the beauty world or the beauty world into drag? 
So in high school, I used to be a makeup artist, mm -hmm. and then uh, I was also a dancer. So I started doing makeup, YouTube, influencing, and then I'm like, wait, there's this show called RuPaul's Drag Race, <laughs> you know, where you could just mix dancing and makeup and become a fabulous drag queen. So I started doing the YouTube, and then I started uh, doing drag full time, and then I started doing YouTube tutorials about my drag makeup. And mm -hmm. then I just, I, I had to leave YouTube because I mean, I was just getting booked and busy, you know, God, God, God bless. But <laughs> we had to leave our, had, our influencer I know, career. I had to leave my influencer career for that. And also the influencer industry sometimes a little toxic. So, you know, the, the drag world is not as toxic. So that's why, you know, I want to go back to YouTube mm -hmm. eventually, you know, obviously now. Yes, you know, I think it's a good yeah. idea now. I did want to talk about the beauty world does have the reputation for being very like cutthroat, contentious. So what was your experience like with that? Because obviously you said you left YouTube. So. Yeah, you know, it's just the, the big time influencers are a little just a little shady. Yeah. I mean, I work yeah. with drag queens, so I'm used to it. But, <laughs> you know, it's just a different kind of shade. Like, mm -hmm. you know, social climbing, like climbing to the top. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like what season 16 is all about, actually. So. <gasps> oh, really? Oh, OK. Yeah. Who's doing that on season 16? Oh, my God. I'm sure you've heard the name, the infamous name, Plain Jane. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Many. She's actually a part of the House of Dion as well. Is she really? Yeah. She oh, is. really? She's like a, she's like an honor. She's like uh, she was like a lost child in like a little dumpster. Honorary and, member. And uh, but she's an honorary member. Yeah, you know, she, we found her in a little ditch and we we grabbed her <laughs> in a little ditch in Boston. You know, oh. and we're 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 blood sisters. You know, I love her and her and I get each other. We're like really shady with each other, mm -hmm. but some people are a little more sensitive than others. Oh, who's a little bit more sensitive? Oh my god, I mean, um, I can't. I don't want to say without spoiling too much, <laughs> but you know. Some of the some of the queens are okay. So untucked is giving this year. Boots. Oh yeah, untucked oh, yes. is giving boots. We love to for hear sure. It. So who is more though dangerous to deal with? A room full of beauty influencers or like the queens in untucked on season sixteen? The queens in untucked of season sixteen. Okay, for sure. That's a big statement. Oh yeah, that is a very oh, big absolutely. statement. I am very interested in your technique for makeup. Obviously, it's it's working very well. So, what is the most challenging makeup? tutorial or creation you've ever put on your face? I think it was when I dressed up as Mystique. I did like a- Oh, I saw that on Instagram, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. Thank you. You know, that, that I usually do beauty makeup. You know, I, I'm more of like a, like I like to look like a pageant doll. Mm -hmm. I'm stunning, gorgeous, beautiful, Miss Continental. And then we have somebody like Dawn who does the complete opposite. <laughs> so that I felt like Dawn in that moment, trying to mm -hmm. do like this blue makeup. And honestly, me doing, going outside of the box is a little hard for me, but I mean, I, I could do it. So is that like, would you do something like Mystique for like a show or is that more for just like editorial oh, photo? I did it for a show and everyone gagged. Oh, wow. Because, you know, when you're just like this all the time, people don't expect you to come out like crazy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there is this misconception, I think, of just because somebody is good at like beauty, that means, oh, well, like, is it going to translate to the stage or whatever? But like it translates to the stage for you. It, oh, absolutely. People gagged, I threw me all their dollars. It was everything. That's great. Yeah. I love that. Wait, so do you do, because I know Mystique does like, Cause that's like full body makeup, mm -hmm. right? Like that's, how long does it take you to do something like that? Well, at the time it was pre-surgery BBL. I didn't have a BBL, I would pad. So I had to mm -hmm. do a bodysuit moment and then I did my makeup from here. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So now I would do it naked and I would yes. paint my whole body blue. Well, let's do it again. Yeah. Yes. I'm, down, I'm down to do it okay. again for Great. sure. <laughs> um, so, and what's your, what's your approach to like, because we know the makeup is done, but like fashion style, what are what are you trying to emulate and drag? So uh, I don't know if you know this singer called Kali Uchis. Yeah. yeah. So mm -hmm. she is literally what my big, she's my biggest inspiration, my biggest role model. And mm -hmm. I try to kind of look like her sometimes. Her with a mixture of Shakira. 
Okay. So, now yeah, you know, I, I always like to show body skin and like little, how do you call that? Little, what is, what is that? Little shimmies? Does it need a name? Can it just be this? Little shimmies? Let's just do it. Yeah, yeah, little like shimmies. That, you know, I like, I like to just, <laughs> I, every show I do, I always either do Shakira, Kali Uchis, or Jennifer Lopez. Or Little Shimmies. Or Little Shimmies. That's going to be yeah. a good drag name. Maybe that'll be my little drag sh- name. Little Shimmies little love Dion. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the house of Dion You're now. You're in the house of Dion. <gasps> yeah, yeah, Well, I also was famously adopted by Jada Essence Hall before, so you're going to have to fight She's Jada also Dion, too. Okay. <laughs> everybody, wait, I was just going to say, everybody is you know, Dion now. Yeah, she, my, my drag mom has... At least 25 children. That's amazing. I'm the, the star child, obviously, but <laughs> she does have, like, at least 25 children. It's true, though. Yeah. No, but, I do love to see that. Yeah. It, um, it's nice when we have, like, huge, like, I, I love seeing these huge houses, these huge lineages just mm-hmm. producing, like, excellence yeah. after excellence on the show. So it's nice to come from a big family. I also have drag kids as well. So, like, hopefully, you know, they could get on the show, too, in the future. Yes. Yeah. We get into existence. Who are your drag kids? I have a Juicy Love Dion is mm-hmm. one of my... Oh, you know from dancing, you know. Yeah, correct? Know. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my okay. god, yeah. Oh, we'll get she, to that. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, she she's like an amazing dancer. Mm-hmm. We went to the same high school. Yeah. She was a freshman. I was a senior. I mean, I'm not that old, but you know, she <laughs> we were like four years apart, and she's an amazing dancer. Mm-hmm. And she never thought about doing drag up until I told her, "Hey, let's get you in drag, girl. Let's let, let's let's just do something." So I taught her how to do makeup, and now she's traveling the world in Mykonos. You know, doing wow. her thing with. Wow. With her grandmother, Athena Dion. Her grandmother. And she, one little click of this, and you're in the house, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one little. You also make your own clothes, right? You do. Do you do a lot of your sorry, own? Sorry, I just got triggered about no. Michelle because. Oh no! Ooh. <laughs> sorry, no, no, um, no. We we did. Uh, I mean, I I used to sew a lot back mm-hmm. in the day, and then I stopped because I don't have the time. You know, why, why sew something? We could just pay somebody to do it. Yeah. But I do know how to sew, and I used to make all my clothes, and I embellish a lot. I'm an <laughs> embellisher. Okay. Like I have a bedazzler gun. That's mm-hmm. kind of... Love to see it. Hopefully we'll see that on the runway. Yes. Yes. Hopefully. As you were saying, you were on a high school dance team where you adopted your drag daughter from. So the lesson is, like, join your local dance troupe. Like, this is where it gets you, a drag race. Yes, absolutely, <laughs> girl. Because there's some queens that be doing, like, a... a death drop and and you could hurt yourself you know go to school go to a dance school learn or take a dance class so you don't hurt yourself safety first safety first safety first for mother don't do a high kick like malaysia maybe don't fog (gasps) and almost crack your your hip bone you know, love her. She's also from Miami, so I could read her. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wait, you know her. You know her very well. Yeah, we're, we're yeah, we're really, really good friends. Yeah. Did you consult her before you went on the show? You know, it was funny. The year before she got on, uh, we were like, like shaking, like, oh my god, oh my god, we're getting views on the video. Like, you know, we were like, oh my god. Yeah. And then she got on, and I did it, and I was confused as to why, and uh, why she got on and not me. But um, you know, she did. She did like help me and gave me a lot of advice. And you know, she's she's an amazing person. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, she did give me really good advice on like how to deal with like everything. So, are you, are you coming for the congenial crown? Yes. Yeah, because <laughs> she. I, I don't, I'm gagged. They gave it to her. Like how? Like they don't know her like I do. You know, I would have not voted for her. You wouldn't have. I would no. not have. Do you think she would vote for you for a congenial? No. <laughs> I don't think she would. But hey. <laughs> It's fine. Well, I do want to talk a little bit more about your dancing because I know you're you're great on the stage. So what is your approach to dancing and lip syncing? Like if you had to compare it maybe to a past queen that our viewers might be familiar with, who, who do you say you are most like dancing? Oh my gosh. It's like a mixture of Alyssa Edwards, mm-hmm. like show-stopping diva yeah. with a little bit of Laganja, Estranja. Okay. And a, a, a dazzle sprinkle of Sasha Kobe. Oh. 
Okay, yeah. sold. I mean, anything with Sasha Colby, oh, golden I, immediately. I'm obsessed with her. Are like, we, like she was I just think we at, all are. She was just at the White House doing like a Pride event with Kamala I, Harris. I mean, I, come on. I would like to see Sasha Colby as vice president as well. Yeah, uh, or as president. Yes, um, Belen, begin the campaign. You're the cam we've. You're now Sasha Colby's campaign oh manager. My God, Yay! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm morphing love Dion Colby now. <laughs> yes, yes. There's so many different, different houses and different lineages houses. crossing in this interview. <laughs> I love her. Well, speaking of music, though, you were also in this fun fact that I discovered in researching you. You were in the Bad Bunny music video. Yeah. How do you pronounce the name? The title of that song? Caro? Bad Bunny Caro. Caro. It's called Caro. And that was in 2019. Yeah. So how did you land that gig? Girl, you know what's, oh my God. And I looked so crunchy back then. I was oh, it's no, crazy. No. I was like at home doing nothing. Um, and I got a DM from someone like, hey, Morphine, we're looking for drag queens to participate in a music video with Bad Bunny. And I'm like, girl, this is fake, girl. But then they messaged me like three times. And I'm like, oh, also it's not fake. So, cause I thought it was fake because of the, the booking fee. It was a little low. Oh, but yeah. I'm like, you know what? It's bad money. I have to. Yeah. So I remember getting ready really quick for that. I ended up being an hour late to the to, to set. And then when I got to set, I'm rushing to the dressing room. And I see like a guy sitting there like this, just mm -hmm. waiting. And he gets, so this man gets up and he's like, hey. And I just, I'm like, hold on, baby. And then I keep going. That was bad money. <laughs> and you said, hold on, baby, wait yes, a second. I, I was so embarrassed. But then after after we did that, after we did, we shot the whole thing, like he was super sweet and we took a photo. I know. It's the biggest regret of my life, but he was still nice. I love that so much that, that you really, told Bad Bunny, hold on, wait, baby, I got to go shoot the Bad Bunny music <laughs> video. Not it really precise. happened. It was like, it, I, was, I could not believe I did that because the, the assistant... Uh, director or whatever was like you know that was bad bunny right and i was like no i do now <laughs> i was like no it was but he's a lovely person that's a great i don't know story. about now that back then he was but no. that's a great story no yeah. i really love that did, did you have any other interaction with him on set or was it just that that sort of no i think he was just watching the whole thing he was mm -hmm. living and then you know i my friend also asked him for a photo and he took a photo yeah. with us and he was like thank you for doing this i was mm -hmm. like oh my god you're hot i want you <laughs> I didn't say that but oh, i was I gonna say to. did you say no, that no i did him? not i did not okay. i should have but i didn't so the last thing switching gears a little bit uh, intensely i guess i mean you being from florida or i'm sorry the state of miami thank you. um contained within florida uh it's it is a sort of contentious place right now for queer people and the community in general. So what has been, I guess, the biggest shift you've seen in the state socially or politically in the drag community over the last year or so and how have you had to adapt? Well, I mean, I work at my home bar, our house, Winwood, and, you know, Miss Rhonda Satan has been like, you know, attacking us fiercely, you know? And the biggest shift would be like, you know, I feel like people, like a lot of like the right wing people are coming to the shows now to like take pictures or like, you know, we uh, can't perform the way that we used yeah. to, you know, we're not really raunchy, but like, girl, if I want to twerk my ass on, on a floor, I should be able to, you know, yeah. it's a, it's a, it's a drag brunch, you know? Mm -hmm. And I feel like the biggest shift for us entertainers in Miami is that we have to literally be completely like PG and like change our numbers, change the way that we do our art. Yeah. And also somebody like me who identifies as non-binary, sometimes I just want to go out during the break of the show to like get lunch or something and I'm in full face and I see people like staring at me harder than they did before. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's just a little scary for, for people like me and for anybody, you know, who's like mm -hmm. in, in the community in Miami. So you actually, there are people that go 
like infiltrate the show to yeah. get images and then like you see the images later of what yeah and then and then oh it'll be God. like it'll be some create well it's under illegal stuff but it'll be it'll be something crazy like oh this drag queen is showing her booty hole to uh, a family of uh, with kids something crazy and i'm literally just there like you know yeah. like not doing anything uh -huh. so it's just insane oh, and they'll wow. post it like on articles and stuff like changing up the story or like making a fake storyline about it. It's crazy. Have you started to be able to like clock these people in the audience? No, because they're, I don't know if they're paid actors. I don't know what, but they'll, they'll be like, paid you know, actors. girl, yes, because they'll be like giving a dollar or whatever and then I'll get the dollar and then it'll be that same person that's like the picture. Wow. So we just, I, at this point, I don't care. Well, you know? you're on notice now. We're outing you. Yes. You're on notice. Now you know. Exactly. Yes. Because yeah. you know they're watching this trying to get Absolutely. into Absolutely. That's Absolutely. horrible. No, I'm sorry you have to deal with that. I and know. I mean, but I think when people see you on the show, every time this show comes back, every season, it's just, it's it's more powerful than ever. So. No, it is. And this season's amazing. So. Great. Yeah. 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 I have heard the season is amazing. I have been asking every queen. Yes. Um, if they can give maybe like a little tease. We know the twists are twisting, uh -huh. the gaggery. Oh, she's looking at the nails already. Um, <laughs> uh, so like, what can you tease about the season ahead and how this season steps it up from past seasons? I will say one word. This season is drag like capital letters there's really good drag this season like really. drag as in fashion or like dragging her a little bit of both actually okay yeah that's good that's a little uh, it's a oh, little I thought bit that's what you were implying no no, no, no. i meant, I meant like dr <laughs> like like there's drag queens in, mm -hmm. in this season like like everyone is amazing and everybody's bringing it yeah so there are huge twists yes that's oh what I'm insane hearing. insane okay I'm, I'm still recovering <laughs> like it's a lot who do you think of your castmates needs the Mistress Isabel Brooks drag delusion vaccine the most? Plain Jane, Plasma, um, maybe Q. I'm just kidding, I love Q this week, bestie. Yeah, I would say uh, my sister Plain Jane and uh, my sister Plasma. You said Plain Jane very quickly. Oh, I did? Yes. Oh, I didn't even know. And you are not the first person. Oh, I know I'm not. Because <laughs> you're like, yeah, everybody knows. Yeah, everybody's the same Plain Jane. I mean, she, she yeah. Yes. Somebody also called Dawn evil. Is Dawn evil? Oh my God. No, uh, I hate Dawn. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. I don't, no, I, I genuinely love Dawn so much. Um, she just dresses like a little evil fairy character. Okay. From like a role playing game, but yeah. she's, she's not evil. She's not evil. No. Would you ever wear her ears? Uh, not in a million years. But if, <laughs> if we had to do a makeover challenge, yeah, I would. I would oh. put her in showgirl Latina glam and I want her to put me in evil drag. Yes. Evil, evil elf drag. This has been wonderful. Thank you oh so God. much for joining me. It was so of lovely course. to meet you. Thank and you. I cannot wait to see what you do on the season. I know it's going to be, it's going to be good. <sighs> Until the Sasha Colby uh, election campaign cycle, we'll see you again. Um, we love Dion Colby now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Stay tuned for more with the cast of RuPaul's Drag Race season 16. Thank you again so much for listening. We're going to be back soon in a few days with more from our season 16 queens. Up next, we have Nymphia Wind and Plain Jane on the next episode. Until then, keep up with Quick Drag and our Drag Race coverage at EW.com slash Drag Race. And make sure to check back on our YouTube and social pages for videos and highlights from all of these interviews as they become available leading up to the premiere. There's weather. Cloudy weather. Ooh. I love this podcast.